This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Double tight end set for the Bears. Second and goal from the one. Fake the handoff pass. Did he get a foot in? Yes! Touchdown! Ben Sims on the receiving end. In the back of the end zone, Charlie Brewer to Sims for the first points today for the Bears. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Second and 10 for the Bears from the 32. Correct score. Williams up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5. He's in. The squirrel is in the end zone. A 32-yard touchdown run. Baylor is back in the end zone with 10.25 to play in the fourth quarter. What do you think it said about the team to, to come back like that after getting down so far? Well, I mean, you know, I think I think that's us. There's There's a... There's so many fighters, you know, here in our locker room and guys with just a ton of heart and uh, a really, really strong care factor. You know, I just, um, you know, I take it upon myself that um, I don't need to be putting them in that situation and uh, they've been in that situation too much. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Bears trailed by as much as 30 in the first half. They'll fall by 10 today. Gary Patterson, Dave Aranda meet at midfield. Final score, TCU 33, Baylor 23. Now here's the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Coach Dave Aranda postgame Saturday. Bears fall to TCU 33-23, the final score. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Beginning a new uh, new day, new week, beginning a new month this morning here. Uh, 9 a.m. hour, John Morris Show. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. And uh, how about that game Saturday? Uh, number one, one thing you can say, it was uh, picture-perfect weather. The weather right. was absolutely perfect for the game. Other than that, from a Baylor perspective, uh, got off to a very, very rocky start. And give TCU credit, they took advantage of that. Built a 30 to nothing lead in the second quarter. It was 30 to 7 at halftime. The Bears uh, made a little run in the second half, but it could only get as close as 10. Yeah, it was just a it was a rough day for Baylor all the way around. And I mean, when you look at it, Squirrel Williams he he stepped up. You know, he had a phenomenal game. He looked like running back one out there. And then Ben Sims, I think, has been consistent throughout the year. But other than that, they just really struggled. Yeah, it, it was tough. Just, just uh, you know, didn't have a lot of spark. It didn't seem starting the game, and that really surprised me because remember we were talking about Coach Randa said last week was maybe the best week of practice mm-hmm. they've had all year, and they had everybody out there for practice, and it just didn't translate to the game at least at the start of the game. No, it didn't. TCU just come out and they looked obviously they they looked like the better team uh, top to bottom in the first half, and then. It was like they just got comfortable at halftime and complacent and took their foot off the pedal and let Baylor get back into it. But, yeah, Baylor, I still don't know what to make of this team, J-Mo. It's been four games, and 
it's so inconsistent that I don't know what to expect. I don't know what yeah. to look at. Uh, that's fair. I mean, that that's very fair because even the inconsistency Saturday from the first half to the second half, yeah. you know, there was a lot of it there. And then over the four games, there have been some, you know, beat Kansas pretty handily and uh, made a run to force overtime at West Virginia. Trailed Texas, remember, 27-3 to mm-hmm. going to the fourth quarter. And and scored a couple of times in the fourth quarter there, but then this one against TCU just uh, just seemed flat at the start of the game and fell behind big. And then in the second half, got it to um, you know had a, had we converted a two point conversion, then it would have been a one score game. Mm-hmm. Didn't convert the two point conversion, so uh, final margin was ten. Yeah, and it was still weird. Like going into this, I thought that you know when, when we were trying to evaluate both teams, we knew. Both teams had issues on both sides of the ball, and they're still trying to, you know, get things together. But I thought Baylor's defense would have been the separating factor. Yeah. You know, they have, uh, you know, but for whatever reason, TCU had a was able to plan and take advantage of them and rotating those running backs. TCU had, I mean, they were able to have a lot of success on the ground. Duggan had some runs, but yeah, I just. I, I'm still in shock. I'm still at loss. I'm trying to figure out this team. Five sacks by TCU also. Yeah. Five sacks. And they had five coming in. They had five in their first, uh, what, four games of the year. And they had five sacks against Baylor on Saturday. Which is, I mean, and you would have thought having the offensive line, like you said, I mean, I, granted, it's still going to take some time. You've got guys trying to get into game ready. Yeah. You know, you have one week of practice. But, man, it, it, it didn't really help. Yeah. It didn't help. Yeah. So, uh, tough loss there. Baylor's uh, now dropped three in a row. That that didn't hit me really till after the game, but we won the season opener against Kansas. Right. And now I've lost three games in a row to fall to one and three. And uh, first, time, uh, first time all year, Baylor's played back-to-back games in back-to-back weeks. That's that crazy. That's very weird. <laughs> On the last day of October. Um, <laughs> but back-to-back games for the first time all year. And now this week, uh, tough task hitting on the road to play Iowa State. Iowa State looked really good. They just rolled over Kansas on Saturday. We'll look at the entire Big 12 coming up next segment. But it uh, uh, doesn't get any easier down the road. I mean, at Iowa State, then we'll play at uh, Texas Tech mm-hmm. in two weeks open date and then Kansas State here so uh and Oklahoma's looming down the road and Oklahoma State is looming down the road too so it sure doesn't get any easier nobody said it would be easy mm-hmm. but uh there man there's some tough games ahead for the Bears oh yeah when you look at the schedule you I mean it's easy to say that their toughest opponents are waiting that's true they're ahead of them and it's they're gonna have to figure something out because I mean especially this week Going into Iowa State at night in November, yeah, that's going to be rough. <laughs> Although we have looked ahead at the weather, is it nice? It's going to be nice. Okay, I, mean, I think it's like uh, I'll ask John Walters when we talk to him. He's the voice of the Cyclones. Mm-hmm. Is the term Indian Summer is that is that that's not just a Texas term, is it? I don't think so, but I, I don't I think could so be either. Wrong. I, I feel like it's not but, just. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know why it would be. Right, and I don't think it is. But I'm going to ask him uh, if this week might be an Indian summer for Ames because let me let me pull it up here. Uh, Saturday when we get there, and the game is Saturday night, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. But uh, Saturday the high 71, not bad in Ames, Iowa in November, low of 53, and all week they've got highs in the 70s for the most part. 
which for November in Ames, I'm guessing that would probably qualify as an Indian summer. I would definitely think so, because typically going up there, you would think it's going to be like in the 30s, (laughs) and you know you might have a little (laughs) some snow flurries or something. But yeah, so it's not going to be much different from a weather perspective. But anyway, you know, going on the road in Ames is going to be difficult. But they. You know, just got to get things turned around. Absolutely. But it turns after this week. I think we catch a break. So 71, the high uh-huh. on Saturday, 60 or 53 for the low on Saturday night. So it'll be in the it'll be in the 60s when we play on Saturday. The high on Sunday is 64. The high on Monday, a week from today, is 44. Tuesday, a week from tomorrow in Ames, snow and 33 for the high. Getting <laughs> so out on there time. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get in and get out of yeah. Ames uh, w- during their uh, Indian summer week. So uh, couldn't ask for much more weather-wise. Mm-hmm. And again, Saturday was beautiful at McLean Stadium. Just a picture-perfect day weather-wise, not necessarily the right. way the game played <laughs> out. Uh, it's fun to be there for our uh, our tailgate show, which the first hour is, uh, is televised also and here on the radio. That is a really great setup at, out there, and thanks to uh, Baylor Vision, thanks to our partners at KCEN for making that work. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really good show, really good pregame show to mm-hmm. get you ready for every Baylor home game. I think you got a great crew, too. You got you know play, former player perspective, then Brooke and Derek. It's just a really good setup. Yeah, really cool. So that was fun to do. All right, uh, we'll look at the entire Big 12. Uh, in fact, we'll do that after a break, and we're glad you're with us off and running on this Monday morning. Let you know also, we'll visit with uh, Nick Canizales coming up in the hour. Nick signed off from KCEN on Friday night. I was watching their Friday night show, and and he gave a, a very heartfelt uh, thank you and, and so long to Central Texas and KCEN. He is moving on. We'll let him tell you about uh, his new venture that he has, going to uh, another job and, and getting out of sports for the most part. But Nick will join us coming up in a few minutes, and we'll let him tell you all about that. And we look forward to visiting with him. Hate to see him leave the market. He uh, does a really good job, uh, has for several years doing sports at KCEN. So Nick Canizales will join us in a few moments uh we'll take a break here be back here's a check of weather and more john morris show brought to you in part by diamore fine jewelers they're at 4541 west waco drive where waco gets engaged this weather update is brought to you by the nitshi group since 1949 texans have secured their insurance needs through the nitshi group learn more at the nitshi This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chillier start to the day with temperatures in the upper 30s and lower 40s across central Texas. Highs will only be in the upper 60s and lower 70s in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly sunny throughout the day. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the lower 40s with mostly clear skies. Tuesday will be warmer with highs in the mid 70s and mostly sunny skies. The rest of the week will be sunny with highs in the mid to upper 70s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pre-COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It'll take just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test starting Monday, November 2nd. Act today. Go covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerTheWeek.com. Berg Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Here we go. Ford down and eight. Oklahoma State at the Texas 12-yard line. Three receivers out wide left for the Cowboys from the shotgun. Spencer Sanders has the snap. Blitz coming. Sanders looks, being chased. Circles around. He goes down. Joseph Osai wraps him up. This game is over. Texas has beaten six-ranked Oklahoma State in Stillwater. The first road win over a top-10 team in a decade. Final score, Texas 41, Oklahoma State 34. Now back to today's J-Mo Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Greg Way with the call, courtesy of the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. How about that win by the Longhorns on the road in Stillwater? Big, big win for UT as they knock off the Cowboys, who were uh, previously undefeated in the league. So it hands them their first conference loss. Texas uh, continues a little roll here. Wins over Baylor and Oklahoma State. And Cowboys helped them out, Garrett. Uh, four turnovers mm-hmm. by Oklahoma State in that game Saturday. Yeah, you're not going to win a lot of games like that. But I was really impressed with Joseph Osai. I mean, he, he looked like a man amongst boys out there just running around and then they had the receiver, was it Jake Smith, come out of nowhere? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, Texas looked really good on Saturday. 41-34 the final. So, the Longhorns uh, get a big win over uh, then sixth-ranked Oklahoma State on Saturday. Other games from Saturday, Iowa State. We told you uh, Rompton stomped over Kansas. 52-22 was the final score there. Um, West Virginia pulls the upset on K-State winning in Morgantown at 37 to 10. It wasn't just a win. I mean, it was a pretty decisive win for the Mountaineers. I think that was probably the most uh, shocking thing was we knew going into that game it's, it's always hard to play up there. We know how we've talked in depth about how good their defensive front is for West Virginia, but just the way they dominated that game I think was the separating factor. 37 to 10 uh, final score West Virginia wins that one. We've talked about TCU over Baylor 33-23. And then the night game was that uh, uh, Oklahoma, a big win over Texas Tech in Lubbock, 62-28 the final score. Here, Here's what I'm thinking, uh, watching and listening to that Oklahoma, Oklahoma game mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Oklahoma sits all day watching the games, watching the results. Kansas State loses. Oklahoma State loses. OU is thinking, all right, we're going to go out and send a message here. And they did. Yeah, no doubt. And over the past couple of weeks, they've just felt like they've gotten into a rhythm. That They're finally starting to establish their identity. I think the connection with uh, Mims on the outside is, is really phenomenal. And I, when you look at Oklahoma's schedule, you could kind of think if they it was flipped, they might have an opportunity to be, you know, rolling undefeated. But yeah. it's, it's they, you know, they had those tough battles off the front, but. Yeah, Oklahoma's good. Yeah. Oh, they're good. They are. And, and they'll, uh, you know, and they still have Oklahoma State to go. Um, and they're now, ju- they're within a game of really first place in the league. Kansas State has uh, a loss in the conference, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State has a loss in the conference as well. So look ahead to this week now. West Virginia plays in Austin against Texas. Tech plays at TCU. Kansas plays at Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. That'll be the headliner this week. Uh, those two teams currently uh, uh, tied for first. Yeah, tied for first mm-hmm. in the uh, Big 12 standings meet up in Manhattan. And then the nightcap is Baylor at Iowa State coming up on Saturday. So that's a look back at the Big 12 from Saturday, a look ahead at the schedule coming up, some big games ahead this week as we move, uh, turn the calendar and move into the month of November. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, Garrett, look who's in the studio with us. Nick yeah. Canizales is here. Oh, we're going to visit with him. What's this man of leisure doing <laughs> on this Monday morning? Well, spending part of the time with us, and we appreciate that. We'll visit with Nick when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Believe it or not, Christmas shopping is already underway, and Alan Samuels is ready to make your holiday season very special. 
You can get Black Friday pricing, not just on Black Friday, but all month long during this huge Black Friday sales event. Just about every day, another shipment of 2021s arrive, and the folks at Allen Samuels are determined to sell out all remaining new 2020 models. They have got to go to make room for the 2021s. Just about every new vehicle has special incentives and financing, including 0% and no payments for 90 days. Get a great deal on a new Ram truck. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. How about a uh, brand new Jeep for the family, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, or come and test drive the Swiss Army Knife of SUVs. That is the Jeep Gladiator. Or put your family in the king of minivans, the Chrysler Pacifica. Remember, you can shop, apply, and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver a customer first award of excellence winner. Like they've been saying for years, come by. Let's be friends. Recently on Game Time. I think this is going to boogie on through here pretty quick. but I hope it does because I was planning on going to H-E-B. Need, kind of need some food. And I'm not getting out in this. It's not happening. <laughs> I'll tell you, thing, you, better, you better pull that hat down if you're going to. <laughs> what do you mean? That wind gets you going up under that flat bill now. You might just Mary Poppins your tail right on it. And he is flat billing it. Trust me. I was just looking at that bill. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from 2.5 to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior whole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys are now 2 and 6 on the season after losing Sunday night to the Eagles, 23 to 9. After the game, I asked linebacker Leighton Vanderesh his thoughts on the defense that created four turnovers and had four sacks, and if he feels like they're improving. I told I told everybody that, that we had a good week of practice and that we were going to go out there and give it our all, and I think that we made some some really good strides. The game wasn't perfect, and we said we got to clean a, a couple things up. But as far as effort and play style, I think we, I think we're, I think we're getting on the right track. But I mean, we 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 got to have the offense back, and I think that's the mentality we took tonight. And we just got to keep going after the ball. Up next for Dallas is a home game versus the undefeated Steelers next Sunday at 3:25. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris Show on this Monday morning, brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. You can go by, you can shop in person, or you can handle everything remotely on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. John Morris, Garrett Rossi in studio, and pleased to be joined by our friend Nick Canizales. I'm going to say formerly of KCEN-TV. How does that sound uh, to throw that formerly on there? Sounds very weird. Yeah, I bet it does. I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting me come in. And and I obviously think highly of all of you guys. Uh, You know, for the last eight years, it's been an incredible ride. And and you've been a big part of uh, my career since I've moved to Waco. And it does sound very, very weird (laughs) because today I'm usually right now would be at home working on my laptop, getting ready for game of the week, uh, Baylor's press conference, Dallas Cowboys recap, uh, which is much of nothing. And then now <laughs> yeah, right. all I'm doing is packing and uh, have all kinds of free time. Yeah, you can unplug a little yeah, bit is, uh, today at least. Uh, so your last show was Friday. Was. And as we were texting, you said uh, you said that was emotional. It was. Uh, you handled it really well, though. Let me say that that's tough to do, but you handled it well on the air. It was. I think I've, I've probably, that's probably the first time I've ever cried on air mm-hmm. uh, or sort of tearing up because it, you know, people don't realize – you know, a lot of a lot of us that are you know you're here in Waco or anywhere TV station, we're not all from the area, uh, from different states, from different cities, and so we see these people more than we see our friends and family, and they become family over the years. And after the six o'clock show, I walked into the newsroom and everybody was in tears, hmm. uh, crying, and and then ten o'clock was even tough, knowing that that was my final final show. Uh, and then I think at the end with uh, a tribute video and then Nikki and Curtis uh, getting emotional, that got me emotional because I love those two to death and um, basically kind of picked them out of college and to get their start out of, you know, several hundred applicants and uh, to see where they're at in their career right now and knowing that uh, they're in good hands moving forward, uh, it's, it, uh, it makes my heart uh, uh, just glow and, and I'm super excited to see what they what the future has in store for them. Well, it says a lot about you, you know, the way your coworkers feel about you leaving. It's not like, all right, don't let the door hit you on the way out. I mean, they, <laughs> it's not like that at all. They, no, they, no. You, it is a family and you've been it there is. eight years have developed, you know, a great working relationship with everybody there at KCEN. You know, and I got a buddy of mine, uh, Mike Warder from KHOU in Houston. Uh, he, he called me um, uh, this past weekend and said, you know, uh, the way people react when you leave shows the type of impact you made on their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, you know, when people are 
very emotional and uh, are sending you uh, hundreds and hundreds of comments on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, it, it, it literally touches me big time. Uh, and you don't realize the impact you do make on people until you leave. And, uh, but, you know, I just wanted to come in here. I wanted to travel. I wanted to um, prove to myself that I can work in a bigger market. And then, uh, and then have a goal to be sports director and, and lead a, an outstanding team. And when Pierre Nugent, uh he left, and and um, and then I filled his role. I knew there were some big shoes to fill, and and uh, I just try to do it as best as I can and give Central Texas uh, local, 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 uh, because anybody can tune in to any of the national programs and watch, you know, any anything that they want. But uh, we emphasize local and. And uh, eight years later, hopefully, I accomplished that goal. Absolutely. And KCN, a real commitment to uh, to sports, to local sports. And I know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the outside just watching. We appreciate that, you know, the Thank commitment you. that KCN has and you've had as well. So tell everybody what's next, where you're headed. You're, uh, you're going back home. Going back home. So I'm from Port Natchez uh, in the Beaumont area. So I'm heading to Beaumont. Uh, working at KBMT Channel 12, uh, they're the duopoly, so ABC, NBC. And the crazy thing is, uh, I, I swear I got my start. Mm-hmm. I got my start in TV at uh, KBMT in November, mid-November of 20, uh, 2002. Wow. And 18 years later, and that was on the morning show, 18 years later, uh, in mid-November of 2020, I will be starting as a member of the morning show, wow. but this time on air. Yeah. And uh, before when you were there, you were running the camera. Yeah, I was a studio camera guy. <laughs> I did <laughs> master great. control. I did everything behind the scenes okay. you can think of. And uh, so I'm going back, and there's a lot of people that are still there. Uh, and my co-anchor uh, was there was actually our main anchor there 18 years ago. Is that right? So it's a big reunion. Uh, the general manager was uh, a news director at my former station. Got me my first on-air job. And then also to top it off, my brother. I will be working with my brother. He's the weekend sports editor really? over there. Oh, I didn't know that. So, That's cool. Uh, which is going to be very, very exciting. Right. So it is, uh, in, in a lot of respects, a family decision yes, to, to make the move. It is a family decision. You know, my son lives out in the Beaumont area. And uh, so a lot of people uh, who have kids that, that live in different towns, uh, it, it's tough. It's very difficult. And for the last eight years, we've been driving back and forth. And it's a four-hour drive there and a four-hour drive back. And so uh, the wear and tear, uh, the mileage, and, and trying to get, you know, with me and my wife and kids uh, lugging to Beaumont every other weekend yeah. or my family, my parents coming up here every other weekend, it takes its toll. And, uh, and this, is, this wasn't uh, just kind of a split-second decision. This has been going on since February that we have been talking about possibly making a move to Beaumont. And, and uh, sure enough, you know, if there was anything that came out of COVID positive, it was this because they had a hiring freeze. And so I was able to kind of – you know, kind of talk, I guess, for a sure, while. Right. And uh, then finally put the nail in the coffin. And, wow. And here we go. And it's very bittersweet. Yeah. Very bittersweet. Uh, so except for COVID, this might have happened when? Back in the spring or, or uh, earlier yes, than that? Yes, it probably would have happened this summer. Yeah, summer. Uh, my okay. contract was actually uh, was up on August 1st. Okay. And I extended uh, for about 90 days. And uh, that way I can have myself some leeway. And, and it's always tough to leave during football season. I mean, because you know that high school football is king over here. And, and so right now, I mean, it's uh, I'm super excited to see what Curtis and, and Nikki have going on. And, uh, 
it's going to be fun. I'll be watching them from afar. Yeah, leaving it in good hands. That's good. You've trained them well, so that'll be good. Uh, what about you? So you're going to do news. You're going to anchor be the morning anchor show. Yeah, so early in the morning. Uh, Chris Radcliffe made that move he here, staying at KCN. What do you think about getting out of sports and being a news co-anchor? I can sleep well at night knowing that um, everything I wanted to accomplish and more happened, especially over here. And, um, you know, it was funny because I was kind of doing, I guess, a little bit of sports last night for my new station uh, because Billy, Billy Tubbs, uh, he coached at Lamar, Oklahoma, TCU. He passed away. He was a good friend of mine and just trying to talk with different coaches about uh, their memories. And, but going to bed, sleeping at night, uh, I can sleep well knowing that I gave it my all blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. and uh, I won't look back. It's a different schedule, too. It is. <laughs> like an opposite a, schedule. It is going to be a wild <laughs> schedule, but the one thing is I'm, I'll be done in the mornings. i got to find a way to take naps, and uh, I get to pick up my son from school. Nice. And, That's good. And uh, then also you know, communicate with uh, my wife and daughter up here, and, and I'll be up here visiting uh, visiting and, and going through her volleyball games. And uh, It's going to be kind of a weird schedule, but – uh, it, it's for the better, though. Family is always important, and uh, you know they, they come first in my life. Man, that's great. Nick, we uh, wish you well, and you really have done a great job here. You've made your mark in this market, you. left your mark, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. Hate to see you go, but I completely understand you know the, the reasons and your thinking behind making the move. I appreciate it. And let me tell you, Central Texas, I mean, you guys have some of the best sports department, not only at KCN, Darby Brown at Channel 10. You have uh, – uh, Abby Lauren and Jack Allen at 25, and Matt Robertson and, and uh, Mandy Knight at 44. And all those people are that I've just spoke about, very, very fine human beings, One of the, some of the nicest people you ever meet. And they bust their tails on a, on a nightly basis to give uh, Central Texas uh, a lot of local sports. And uh, they're friends of mine. I love those guys as well, and I can't wait to see them, uh, what, what happens in the future with all of them. That's great. So in eight years here, you've, you've covered some big stories, uh, a lot Baylor-related, yeah. a lot high school-related, other things. Uh, what, what stands out in your mind uh, as some of the big things you've covered during that eight years? First, I think the first one is Lady Bears win a national championship. Yeah. Uh, going to the White House, which I don't think, you know, not That's many people cool. can say they went to the White House and went inside the Oval Office yeah. uh, with the sitting president and vice president. Um, a ba a Baylor football winning the Big 12 championship, watching um, uh, UMHB win a national title. All these high schools, I was lucky that I think all eight years somebody from our area won a state championship yeah. in football. Uh, you know, they had basketball, baseball, MCC going to the World Series, Temple College. Um, I, man, it, the list goes on and yeah. on. It's and, been a great. Uh, it has been an incredible ride. Yeah, there's been a lot of good things to cover in that eight years. And crossing the country, uh, you know, being with you guys on the road with uh, March Madness, yeah. uh, Baylor uh, men's basketball and women, and, and traveling all over the country. I mean, those are memories that I will take with me forever, and uh, I can always look back and and just smile eater to ear that uh, this was a fantastic ride. I'll never forget it. That's great. Man, that's really cool. And what's what's the market like in Beaumont? I mean, you've worked there. You're, you're from there. there what's that like? How different will that market be compared to here in Central Texas? Well, going back, you know, here is where you have people that have uh, coming from different markets um, that are well-established. Going back home is a smaller market, so it's Beaumont, Port Arthur, Orange, the Golden Triangle area. Right, right. And Houston's right up the road. And so what I'm going into is I will be literally probably one of the older guys mm. and uh, the older people that uh, they lean on. So I will be with uh, a bunch of people in their early 20s that are coming out of college trying to prove themselves and, uh, for two years and then make their next jump. So I'll be going in as, as a mentor and to help develop uh, these producers and reporters to make sure that uh, they grow as a journalist and then 
hopefully make that next step uh, in their career to a mid-market and then maybe a bigger market sure. down, down the road. Yeah. So it's a different role now. Right, right. It's reversed because when I came in, a lot of people helped me out. So now I'm going to repay uh, everybody and, and uh, hopefully help them out as well. How different is uh, KMB, KBMT from when you were there 18 years oh, ago man. to now? You know, the, the building's still there. It's just <laughs> same uh, building. The same building. Yeah. It's got hit by, uh, I don't know how many different hurricanes. Oh, I bet. That's Hurricane Alley over there, sure. pretty much. Yeah. They, and they have uh, taken a beating. But uh, it's very different. But the best thing is there's still about six or seven people from when I worked 18 years ago that are still there. Wow. And so it's coming home. It's the best of both worlds. And, and uh, everything is pretty similar. Uh, the studio's pretty much the same and everything like that. I've kind of walked to it. and uh, um, But uh, I'm excited. Very I'm excited cool. and uh, to see this new chapter in my life. Well, that's a good way to look at it and know that we're going to miss you and Thank wish you, you nothing but the best. You've done a great job during your time here at KCEN, and you've left things in good hands, like you said, with Curtis and with Nikki and uh, great staff at KCEN. So best wishes to you and appreciate you uh, coming in to visit with us this morning. Thank you, guys. I appreciate everything. And obviously, this uh, I'm always going to listen to uh, ESPN Central Texas and, and you guys, and you've done a fantastic job with Baylor uh, over the years. And uh, like I said, I told but I texted you yesterday, one of the nicest people I've ever That's met, nice. and I meant that. That's very and nice. I love you, J-Mo, and I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Love you, too. Thanks very much. Thank All you. right, Nick Canizales, uh, moving on out of the Waco market, uh, back home to Beaumont and KBMT. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We're glad you're with us on this Monday morning, brought to you in part by... Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can call Amanda at 254-495-0338, or she might suggest just Google search her name and go to her Facebook page or her website and get all the information there, plus the 254 series of videos, the Waco Hood Watch, and all of that. So uh, check that out. Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get Get you back in the game. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center where your troubles are our business. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys are now 2 and 6 on the season after losing Sunday night to the Eagles, 23 to 9. After the game, I asked linebacker Leighton Vanderesh his thoughts on the defense that created four turnovers and had four sacks, and if he feels like they're improving. I told I told everybody that, that we had a good week of practice and that we were going to go out there and give it our all, and I think that we made some some really good strides. The game wasn't perfect, and we said we got to clean a, a couple things up. But as far as effort and play style, I think we, I think we're, I think we're getting on the right track. But I mean, we 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 got to have the offense back, and I think that's the mentality we took tonight. And we just got to keep going after the ball. Up next for Dallas is a home game versus the undefeated Steelers next Sunday at 3:25. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross, we appreciate Nick Canizales coming in to visit with us. And tough, uh, tough move to make that move when you've invested so much in uh, in a place, you know. And he works hard, and everybody in this market works really hard. Mm-hmm. You have to to stay up with your competition. But uh, he and everybody there have worked so hard. And then to make the call to uh, make the decision to leave and go back home to Beaumont, uh, you can certainly understand that. Oh, no doubt. It, it, like you mentioned, family is the most important thing. So I definitely understand going back. Yep. For family, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, best of luck to Nick, and we appreciate him visiting with us this morning. We're brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Saw uh, Mike Mosul up in the uh, suite area up on our level on the fifth floor on Saturday. He was he was running and gunning, just making sure everything was uh, in place and ready to go. That's Slim Trim Mike Mosel uh, wearing his uh, gold Baylor shirt on Saturday. But uh, Mike and the crew there do a great job. Remember, they had Friday Night Live on Friday. And then yesterday, the uh, Bear Brunch, which follows on Sundays after Baylor home games. So he had that yesterday. And now here they go uh, beginning a new month. 
and uh, a new week with a lot of activities. One thing to remind you of is Thanksgiving to go. So here we are on November 2nd, Thanksgiving what, three weeks from, from this week, from this Thursday, and they have Thanksgiving to go available from the Baylor Club. Uh, they will cook everything, package everything. All you have to do is uh, make your order, come by, pick it up, take it home, put it in the oven, and uh, then if you'd like, you could just take all the credit from whoever's with you there. You could say, oh, yeah, I've worked so hard. I worked so hard going to pick up this meal <laughs> at the Baylor Club, but they don't have to know that. I mean, uh, but it would be impressive uh, however you play that out on Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving to go is an option that is available right now at the Baylor Club. You have to order by Wednesday, November 18th. Pickup would be Wednesday, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving to go is a uh, terrific option and available right now at the Baylor Club. I think that when, when I'm listening to that, I always think of going to my grandma's, and yeah. it was so hot in her house. That would have been very <laughs> beneficial. Just go pick something up for the Baylor Club and, yeah. and not be steaming in there. So hot because <laughs> yes. you're cooking all in every oven all day, yes. getting stuff ready. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So think about you don't have to spend all that time right. chopping and cutting and preparing. You just pick it up, take it home, put it in the oven. Good to go. And sit down and enjoy the meal. <laughs> so a great option there. They also have the Club Eats to go, which are menu items that are available. You just uh, email or call and say, hey, I'd like this. So let's see what they have this week. Uh, see what they have on the Club Eats to go menu. Uh, tell me your top choice out of these options. They've got uh, veggie. What is this? Veggie manicotti, okay. which looks good. French onion chicken casserole. Ooh, that sounds good. Sausage and grits lasagna, hmm. which is different. And then they've got tuna tuna noodle casserole. Those are the options this week. I'm going to arrive with the French onion casserole. That sounds I interesting. Think so too. That sounds really good. Although I'm intrigued by sausage and grits lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. I love shrimp and grits together. Sausage and grits would be good too. And tuna casserole, I think that's, uh, hey, they're all good. They're yeah. all good. So those are the <laughs> options this week available on the Club Eats to go from, uh, from the Baylor Club. Real simple there also. You make your order, they give you a time, or they ask you, when do you want to pick it up? You come by, pick it up, take it home, heat it up, and there you go. A great meal at home of the great offerings from the Baylor Club. So check it out. They're on the web thebaylorclub.com thebaylorclub.com or you can always give them a call to place orders to make reservations if you'd like to ask about membership in the Baylor Club call 254-710-8080 254-710-8080 that is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium all right, turn the calendar, uh, as we said, to November. Uh, time change on Saturday night. Yeah. Any uh, lingering effects uh, for you or your family in the time change on Saturday? I actually took advantage of it because it gave <laughs> me more of, more of a day, to, a longer day to just kind of regroup and enjoy. I was able to get a lot done. So, I mean, I was up at like 6.30, which would, you know normally would have been 7.30. 730 so, right, right. yeah, I had a full day to get stuff taken care of, and I enjoyed the time change. Now, my daughter is not enjoying it so much, right. but, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that it comes every year, and we all question, why are we doing this? You know, it throws everything <laughs> exactly. off. But this morning, I would say I had the most lingering effect because I'm sitting there at the house and trying to look over the day and everything, and I start feeling late. Right, uh -huh. I feel uh -huh. like I'm you running just late. Feel like it, right? And uh, so I think that was probably the one thing, the one area where it caught me off guard was yeah. this morning. I got gotcha. you. 
I I uh, I would be in favor of not doing this every year, of doing away with this. Yes. I think it's it's sort of passe. I mean, it was done when we were an agrarian society, and it was done for farmers. Yep. You know, to give them uh, daylight in the morning hours, and then they're finished at night, so it doesn't really matter if it's dark early. But, uh, man, that's, that's just sort of old school, and uh, I, I would be in favor of doing away with it, but since we have not since we're do still doing the time changes mm-hmm. twice a year the thing i like about this right now is i go out and walk the dogs in the morning right and it's usually about uh usually about 6 30 so for for a while now it's been dark and i i just i i i don't like that i don't yeah. like going out walking in the dark you know um so it's light now at 6 30 so i do like it in that respect but ask me about 6 o'clock tonight. Exactly. And uh, Truett's got a game, a T-ball game tonight, and it's going to be dark, you know, by the time he finishes his game. Mm-hmm. Not crazy about that. And that was one thing I thought about this morning was with the new, with my new schedule changes, when I get off, it's going to be dark. <laughs> you right. know, when I get home, it's going to be dark. It's just going to feel so weird. Exactly. And I, I'm not looking forward to that. And our, our dogs, who I spoke of, giving them a walk, I mean, they don't know there's a time change. Right. So they're up, uh, I, think, I think Saturday morning, I think they were up at, 5.30 with the time change, or I guess the time, time mm-hmm. change didn't happen till Saturday night, so it must have been Sunday morning. They were up at 5.30, and I'm thinking, come on, let's sleep a little bit. That's how it is my son. He has he does not care. It does, he does no recollection of what time <laughs> change even is, so I mean, he's still up bright and early and getting the thing started. Yeah, so, uh, so we made it through that time change, and uh, it, sometimes it affects... If you ask teachers, sometimes it affects kids, mm-hmm. uh, especially maybe elementary school kids. As they come back to school today, sometimes they're a little draggy, and uh, it takes a while to, to really adjust to it. And I can imagine some of them go, getting like about lunchtime and just starting to nod off and be like, <laughs> you know, I, I this day's right. long, I need a nap. <laughs> I thought yesterday seemed really long. It did. So... No, it, it wasn't all bad. I mean, no, I enjoyed it. My daughter couldn't stand it. She come in. It was like four <laughs> in the afternoon. She's like, "Why is this day taking so long?" <laughs> <laughs> four o'clock. <Yeah. laughs> all right, uh, let's mention some birthdays to share with you today. Let's see, uh, Marjorie Payne. I was in school with her uh, back at Danville High School. Happy birthday to Marjorie. Uh, Rick Cummins' birthday is today, and Michael Dean's birthday is today. Michael is uh, engineer uh, and engineer emeritus for the Oklahoma broadcast football and basketball. So happy birthday to uh, Michael Dean. A uh, couple that we missed over the weekend. Robbie Rogers' birthday was yesterday. Uh, you folks around Baylor know Robbie as our uh, photographer on staff there at Baylor University. He is uh, he, he and uh, Matt are around all the time, a lot of different events. So happy birthday to Robbie Rogers from yesterday. Earl Yamada, who I was in school with, uh, lives up in Colorado. His birthday was yesterday also. And let's see, anybody else? Jan Graves' birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to her. Um, and so Robbie works in the photography office mm-hmm. at Baylor, and his birthday was yesterday. Two days ago, Saturday, Matt Menard's birthday was yesterday. Uh, works there also. So uh, those two guys, birthdays one day apart. So happy birthday to the entire <laughs> photography department there at Baylor. Now you had you had a couple, didn't you? Yeah, I saw one from yesterday. Uh, Colleen Grant Heaton. She does phenomenal work with no limitations and I helping out. Yeah, helping yeah, out kids with special job. needs. She's an amazing individual. Uh, yesterday was her birthday, so I'd like to wish her a happy birthday. And then today, 
uh, former coach of mine, Johnny Willis, he played a he was like a dad to me in in high school. So I want to wish him a happy birthday. Very cool. That's great. Happy birthday to both those folks. All right, happy birthday. If we missed you, I do apologize, but uh, have a great day and uh, enjoy this beautiful weather we have here in the month of November. Coming up next, top of the hour, uh, Stephen stuck his head in here a few mm-hmm. minutes ago. Uh, Stephen and Garrett will be here for Off the Bench. What do you guys have planned for a 10 to noon slot today? Well, we'll definitely dive into uh, Baylor TCU. Um, we'll get into that. We'll talk about the Cowboys last night and what's going on there and why they just can't get things going. Uh, we'll also recap some of the high school games over the week. You had a, a lot of great matchups on Friday night, so we'll dive into that. And then at 11.30, we're going to have Patrick Kahn from Locked On Longhorns. He's going to join us to talk about the Horns win over Oklahoma State. So it'll be fun. Very good. All right, that's coming up between 10 and noon, off the bench with Stephen Simcox and Garrett. Then at noon, it's Unnecessary Roughness with Q and Ward and Stephen. And then uh, 3 p.m., it's game time with Tom Barfield and Stretch. And Garrett will be back for that as well. Garrett's uh, long uh, uh, marathon days continue <laughs> here in the chair in the studio. So that's the lineup for the remainder of this day. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Cowboys game, I guess uh, I know y'all talk about that a lot mm-hmm. over the course of the day. But uh, Danucci uh, was not great, but he he was uh, he, I thought he was kind of spunky out there, you know, at quarterback. That's one way to put it. Yeah, I, I would definitely say spunky <laughs> is one way to sum it up. But yeah, I mean, it was it was <laughs> to me watching it, it was like Kellen Moore was like, okay. We had some of these plays drew up at Boise State and in my backyard at Thanksgiving. Let's yeah. just let's try it out and yeah. see what happens. But I mean, you, hey, you got to do something at this point. So I understand them, you know, just saying, "Here we go. Let's just try something to get, create a spark." And yeah, I thought Nucci. It, when you look at their offensive line, it's so bad. I thought his ability to get outside of the pocket kind of helped a little bit. Andy Dalton was just a sitting duck. Yeah. So, but you know, we'll see. The Cowboys are still an awful football team. Oh man. So lost to the Eagles last night. What was it? 23-9. 23-9. Final yeah. score. Uh, Cowboys led at one point nine to eight. Yeah, it was like seven. nine seven. And nine you're seven. wondering yeah. how is this possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for a brief brief point in the game, it was in Philadelphia. Uh, they led the game, but the uh, Eagles did enough to win mm-hmm. and win comfortably. So I guess the Eagles move into first place now in the division. I, yeah, I believe their sole. So yeah, uh, leave it first. Uh, yeah. Three, four, and one, and they're in first place in the East. That's so they bad in the East to be in first place. No, I, I really wish they would just this year the NFL would say, you know what, we're making all these different uh, changes and we're having to adapt on the fly. Let's just leave the NFC East out of it. You know, let's just let somebody <laughs> another worthy team take their place. It's like the college football playoff when the uh, Big Twelve or the uh, Pac twelve doesn't get a spot exactly. in the playoff. <laughs> the East is just not going to have a spot this year, and I think that's totally acceptable. Uh, Oh, man. All right. So plenty more talk about the Cowboys, uh, no doubt, the remainder of this day. Hey, we appreciate you being with us this morning. We appreciate Nick Canizales coming in to visit with us. If you missed uh, Nick's visit, Nick uh, leaving KCEN, headed to KBMT in Beaumont. You can uh, catch up with that on social media at 1660 ESPN or on our website at SyntexSportsFan.com. Garrett will have that podcast uh, up shortly. If it's not already, it's up. It's there already. So you can go uh, listen to that again, or if you missed it, uh, hear from Nick Canizales. Garrett, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jamal. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, and everybody else stay tuned. Uh, off the bench is next Stephen Simcox and Garrett here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Everybody stop. Yes, sir. Take a step back.